At Solid Rock Personal Training, we are on a mission to help individuals transform their lives. We do this by having fun in our workouts, building relationships with the people we work out next to, and by having the best coaches to make sure your form is perfect. Our heartbeat is love God, love people, and we show our love by helping people look good, move well, and feel great. Welcome back to the Solid Rock Personal Training Podcast. Today, I am joined by the one and only Steve Warren. If you guys don't know Steve Warren, Steve Warren has been a member at Solid Rock for a very long time. I don't know the exact years off the top of my head, but uh, today's topic's really cool. So Steve started a uh, local nonprofit organization called Doing What I Can. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, give you guys some insight, what Doing What I Can's up to since Steve has retired. So without further ado, uh, Mr. Steve, if you could just fill us in a little bit about Doing What I Can, how it was founded, the origin story, that would be amazing. I can do that. Um Doing what I can came from a uh, a three day weekend that I that I took uh, with a, a nonprofit at Oklahoma City called Possibilities. Possibilities mission, I guess you would call it, is building bridges uh, between different communities. So when I was there, I, I met a young lady that's uh, actually a parole officer and lived up in uh, Northeast Oklahoma City. And Cherie would make casseroles once a month and take them out uh, to the homeless population and, and share with them. And uh, her and I talked several times over the weekend, and, and I was just so inspired by what she was doing that I thought, I can do that. Um, so, you know, we uh, I, I met with her, I guess, two weeks after that three-day weekend. We had lunch together, and, and I told her what an inspiration she was to me. And, and uh, yeah, we talked, and, and then she asked the question, uh, what are you waiting for? You know, I mean, she put the pressure on me, uh, you know, quit talking and do something. Yeah. So uh, went home and, and, and told my wife, you know, well, let, let's start this weekend, and let's make 25 lunches, and 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 go out and and see what happens. So we we you know made ham sandwiches, put a bag of chips, an apple, some water, some cookies, that kind of stuff. And uh, we thought that we we could just go out to Andrews Park and the people are just going to flock to us. Well, we found out real quick it doesn't work that way because they don't have transportation. So that we 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 figured out we're going to have to go find them. So. We, we started doing that. You know, we were doing it 25 lunches every other weekend for first couple of months. And then we thought, well, let's go to 40 lunches. And uh, then we, we went to 50 lunches. And uh, then we, figure, we figured out that, you know, this making sandwiches is just way too uh, time-consuming. It's labor-intensive. And were you still making the sandwiches at your house at this we're time? We were still doing sandwiches at our house. And how long, what, what year did you start doing this? This was 2019, I believe. Okay, so the sandwich process just took way too much yeah, time. Yeah, it was just way, way too labor intensive. Because, you know, we were making a sandwich, you know, like a ham sandwich, and we were putting lettuce, tomato, pickles, and uh, we, we'd put a bag, uh, you know, a packet of mustard and a pack of mayonnaise because some people like mayonnaise some people like mustard yeah let's give them the option here so you know when we got up to about about 60 lunches or so we decided let's let's change courses and let's start doing hot dogs 
So we had grilled out on the patio, and, and by that time we had a, you know, two or three people would come over on Sunday to help us. And uh, how did you get your first two to three people? So, uh, like, tell us like how people started to find out about like what you were it doing. It was through Solid Rock. Uh, it was just you know the friends I've made at Solid Rock, and uh, you know they were the first ones to come out. Uh, actually, I think. Molly Mitchell was the first one. I did. I actually didn't even know that. I thought it was people from your church or something when you first started. Well, we had a couple of people, really one person from church that, that started coming and, and is still consistent, still helping us. But but Molly was really one of the original helpers that we had. Okay. And uh, yeah. Shout out to Molly Mitchell. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, and and it just grew from there. You know we. Well, really, I guess you fast forward then to uh, when the pandemic hit and the schools closed, the churches closed, everything closed down. So we thought, hey, let's start doing this every Sunday, you know, and and let's bump it up to 75 a a week, you know, and then let's bump it up to 100. Were you making 100 at your house? Were you still at your house at this point? We were about 75 at our house. At your house, okay. And, uh, and, And that's... That that was definitely a chore. Uh, there was it was really labor intensive. If you you got to move everything around, we didn't have you know, our kitchen wasn't big enough, so we're working in there our formal dining room and the kitchen and the dining room and and bringing stuff out of the garage and it was just chaos. Yeah. But 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 yeah, we make it work. You you make it work and, and you work around the problems and you solve them. So when when the pandemic hit and everything closed, we thought, you know, we've outgrown our house. Um, you know, let's find us a place that we can expand a little bit. And we, I went down to Morningstar Storage there on 24th, thinking I'm going to go and rent a storage place. And they said, if it's a nonprofit, we'll donate a space to you. So, uh, you know, wow. That's I awesome. Mean, what a game changer that was. So, uh then when the pandemic hit, we said, let's do it every Sunday. And we ramped it up, you know, to like 120 and just kept going up and up. And now we're we're averaging 160 lunches every week with two hot dogs in every lunch. So, you know, that's 320 hot dogs we're cooking every Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we just, you know, I make a, I want to give a lunch like I would want to get if I was going out on a picnic or, or if we're going on a road trip and, you know, make a couple of lunches, you know, I don't want to give someone a lunch that, that I wouldn't be proud to get myself. Absolutely. I think that's one of the cool things, like from hearing you talk about the organization, it's like, Hey, you could really systematize it, throw a, throw a hot dog in there, some chips, a mustard packet, a ketchup packet, a bottle of water, and you could call it good. Uh, and you might be able to serve more people that way. But uh, I think your heart is, hey, we want to have the highest quality meal out there. And, you know, the one time I went with you to go deliver lunches and stuff like that, that's like what I feel like people felt. They were like, man, this guy gives the best lunches. People were excited to see Steve pull up yeah. in that van. So, yeah. And, and I've had several people say, uh, you know, over the over time that, uh, especially when we, we'd pull up to the homeless alliance up in the city, and, and you hear hear these guys, 
you know, they see us pull in and, and they tell their buddy, you know, hey, hurry up, get in line. You know, this guy gives the best lunches of anybody out here. So, you know, that makes me feel good that that they recognize us and they do appreciate, you know, what we're putting in the lunch. Um, you know, it, it makes me feel good when when I see these people that they appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, and, and, yeah, we see so many that I know they don't appreciate it. It's not that they don't appreciate it. Their mind is just not in the right place. You know, so they'll take a lunch and off they go. That's fine. But we've talked about as as prices continue to go up and, and you know, our costs continue to go up every week, it seems, seems like it's more expensive. So we've talked, um, do we want to... Uh, decrease the quality of lunches you know that, that we're making or do we want to make fewer lunches and my idea is we're going to keep giving the quality lunch and if we have to we'll make fewer lunches but the lunch we give out is going to be first class top quality if, if you want to call first class you know a lunch. premium yeah, premium yeah. there we go premium quality yeah. Quality over quantity. Yep. I can relate to that. That's yep. what we're all about here at Solid Rocks exactly. as well. If you could just unpack. So unpack for everyone. What does a typical Sunday look like? The operations, maybe the preparation, starting maybe Saturday or Friday. I don't know when you go shopping and stuff. Walk our listeners through the whole process until the meal is actually delivered. Um, I think that would give them better insight of what actually happens behind the scenes. So so now, um, you know, since I've retired uh, – Thursday morning, I go to a, a Bible study up in Oklahoma City at 6.30. And uh, so that's 6.30 to 7.30. I leave there, and I'll, I'll go to a, usually three different Walmarts in Oklahoma City to buy the, the little 8-ounce cans of pork and beans that we give out. Um, I wow. can't get one Walmart to order enough for just one stop. Okay, that's why you got three. <laughs> I, I've asked and asked and asked. And, and it just goes on deaf ears. So I've quit asking. I'm just going to go to as many Walmarts as I need to <laughs> to get what we need. And uh, I get those, and then I go by Schwab Meat to uh, pick up the hot dogs. Schwab Meat there in, in Oklahoma City is just so gracious to give us they all donate, the hot they dogs. Donate they all donate all the hot dogs. Schwab's so, awesome. So, so they give us three cases of hot dogs every week, and uh, – this Thursday, I'm going to start asking for four cases, um, you know, because I I want to start doing lunches on Wednesday, and and taking out. But anyway, so um, I, I digress. So so it takes you know Thursday uh, a good half a day on on getting all the beans and uh, and the hot dogs. Uh, then on Friday, I may go to uh, um, Harbor Freight to get uh, tarps. I'll go over to, to Dollar Tree and get rolls of, of duct tape and paracord, things that we can make our little survival packs with. Okay. Um, so and the then, basic needs stuff. Yeah, the yeah. basic needs things. We were buying a lot of uh, the toiletries at, at Dollar Tree, but now we're getting more of a, a bulk deals on Amazon. Um, and then I've recently found another website. To, I think we're going to save a little bit more money on, on those kind of things. 
So, so I'll have all of that uh, down at the storage uh, unit. And then Saturday morning, after I get through at Solid Rock, I go home, have breakfast, take a shower, and try to get to Sam's by 9.30 or so so I can beat the crowd and then buy everything else we need for Sunday. And that's usually like all the, like, chips, crackers? Uh, it, it'll, it'll be like all the buns, the bananas, okay. socks, um, uh, pudding, fruit cups, uh, peanut butter and crackers, you know, all of that. And, uh, and then I take it back down and put it in the storage building and make sure everything is ready for Sunday morning. So if we're meeting at 11, we've, we try to start at 11 now. I'll try to get down there at 1030 and set tables up. If it's, if it's hot and sunny, I'll put a tarp up for a little bit of shade and try to set all the tables up, depending on how many people we're going to have that day. Uh, a table of building uh, toiletry bags, another table of putting together the, the supply, the survival supplies, and then another table for people to roll the hot dogs whoop, in, in, uh, in foil. Okay. And then we have the, the grill, and uh, somebody's on the grill, and then as people show up, I'll just assign them an area to work in. Yeah, it's like an assembly line. You every, There's a system to everything um, and how everyone operates. How do people volunteer to come on Sundays and help out to prepare the meals and package the meals? Because it, it's a lot of work. It, it, it does get uh, labor-intensive, <laughs> but, but we're, we're working on a, a, a calendar, a sign-up calendar, that's going to be a, for a quarter at a time, so 12 Sundays. Okay. So what we're hoping to do is have people that will sponsor a, a particular Sunday. So if say if, if you're going to sponsor a Sunday, then you would be responsible to bring 8 to 10 people with you to do all the work. You know, so we're hoping to get this sign-up calendar in place on our website that people can go in, click on it. And, and what I would like to see is there's basically 12 Sundays in a quarter. Say you want to sponsor the third Sunday of every quarter. Let's say the third and the seventh Sunday. So you're going to have two Sundays. Then those are going to be blocked out. Those are yours. And then we know the third and the seventh Sunday is taken. We need other people to fill the other Sundays in. And, you know, so I'm, I'm hoping we can find, you know, families, uh, Sunday school classes, churches, civic organizations, businesses. You know, if a, if a business wants to bring 8 or 10, 12, 15 people for a Sunday, um, you know, it's a great way to build community. We have, I, I see that our community of of doing what I can is growing just from being out there on Sunday morning for an hour, hour and a half that I've seen people that'll show up that didn't know anybody the first Sunday they came, but they've come several times. They get to know people, they interact. Oh, well, I know somebody, you know, and, 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 you know, it's, yeah, the world is a whole lot smaller than you think. And then, you know, what I really want to see is people that will bring their children out so if we can, in my mind, if, if a, a mom and a dad is, is filling sacks with their, you know, six-year-old, five-year-old, 12-year-old, whatever, if they're working together for this cause, 
that in my mind, when these children get adults, they're going to have this servant heart already built. There's not going to be a question on, you know, serving. It's how are we going to serve? So I think if, if we can do that and instill in our children, you know, the the servant heart, I, I think our community will be so much stronger. I think that's genius, too, because, you know, I I don't know if this is the goal. I would hope this is the goal. The goal is to for the organization to outlive Steve Warren to keep growing and keep having an impact and that next generation growing up understanding how it works, the impact that it is having on the local community is how this thing keeps going yeah. further and further down the road. So that's awesome. Yeah, so once- it, it's not about me. You know, yeah. it, it's about the community we can build, you know, both build our community here, um, you know, whether it's Solid Rock, the churches in our neighborhoods, our, our neighbors, our friends, build that community, which I think we're doing. But we're also trying to build a community out there of the, our unhoused neighbors. So if we can somehow what we're doing touch their lives, and if we can be a positive influence in someone's life out there, then that's a good thing. I mean, that is just wonderful. And the consistency that we have builds that relationship with these people. Because I've had people tell me over the years that, yeah, a lot of people come out and bring us lunches, but y'all are the only ones that are out here every Sunday. You know, I didn't uh, know that. That's yeah. uh, other consistency. Consistency. Consistency is how you get results yeah. in anything. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. preach it here at Solid Rock. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, didn't know that. I have, I have met people out on the streets that have ministries that do it once a month or do it once a quarter. You know, well, praise God that they're doing it. 100%. You know, that's great. But I just feel like that consistency. We got to be there. We got to be there. And, and, you know, as long as we're there, and that we've got people that are looking for us to be there, then, you know, it's a win-win. 100%. So, Steve, once all the meals are packaged and everything um, is ready to rock and roll, what is the next step? Because I think this is probably one of the biggest pieces to the puzzle in what you do with doing what I can. So once we uh, pack the what we're doing now, 160 lunches, we pack them in, in the van, and uh, and generally I've I've been going by myself because um, I I don't want to ask people to overextend themselves. I know Sunday is is a family day, and and we have families come out and people that, that you know maybe the wife will come, but the husband's at home with the kids. I, I don't want to separate families on a Sunday, but generally I'll leave and. Uh, and I'll go around Norman. I'll go up and down the alleys. I go through the parks. Uh, you know, kind of have a route that I can find quite a few people. Um, it's, it's changed a bit in the last month or so since they cl- cleared that big piece of land up there by Crest Foods. And there's a lot of people spread out now. Okay. So you, you kind of have to, you know, go a little bit further to find people because. Yeah, you could go up there and you could give 20 lunches away. Well, now those 20 people, there's one here, two there, one here. So you have to find them. Yeah. So once I go through Norman, then I go up to uh, to Oklahoma City, and we've we've developed a real good relationship with a lot of people up at Joe's Addiction on on Southeast 59th. 
which Joe's Addiction does a great job of uh, offering a safe space for our homeless neighbors to get a cup of coffee, sit in an air-conditioned building or a warm building, and they uh, have a kitchen, they have showers there, they have washing machine, dryers, you know, so the people can clean their clothes. They have a free store there where people can get, you know, don't need any money, whatever they have, just help yourself. Uh, so we've we've developed a good relationship with with several people up there, and there there's one couple, uh, Pat and Bill, that they're about my age, and uh, they look forward to to us showing up, and and I just back up when I get there, and they're the ones that get in the back of the van, and they hand out all the lunches. They they go to work. Did they recently just start doing this, or they've been doing that for a while? For a while. Okay. Yeah. Last time I went with you, I don't think they were there. I don't think I got to meet them whenever we went to Joe's Addiction. Maybe they weren't there that Sunday. Yeah. It, uh, and, and they say, you know, that that uh, that's their way of doing what they can. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and it's it's really heartwarming because you know they live in a little house there in Valley Brook that I don't ask a lot of questions, but I don't think they have power you know they're just i don't know if they're squatting i don't know yeah none of my business but they always get three lunches to take to an elderly couple that lives there by them and and pat was telling me this past sunday that that this elderly couple look forward to our lunches every sunday and, and you know i think you know when she told me that i you know here's here's this couple looking forward to this lunch that we packed this morning you know and, and i feel bad sometimes when i think that you know that you know wow they're looking forward to these couple of hot dogs and, and these things you know when you know what am i having you know wh- what do i do go to the garage and have a hamburger you know or my wife's you know cooking steaks or 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 whatever yeah you know and, and you know and, and we've I mean, I, I know we're very fortunate, but but we don't even it doesn't even cross our mind most of the time that here we have this basic lunch. This is what we have, and and it's good, but we are just so blessed that we have this and these other people over here, you know, in our basically our neighborhood, that we're giving them a lunch, and if we didn't give them that, they wouldn't have anything at all today. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it also warms your heart when you see the gratitude that people have. When, when people, you know, just cannot thank you enough for what you're doing. And, and generally, I, I would say 95% of the people you give a lunch to, they'll say, thank you. God bless you. Well, when somebody says God bless you to me, I take that serious. Yeah. I mean, that is a blessing for me. You know, so... A lot of people come and help put lunches together, but not many people have gone out there to get that blessing. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, so if I give, you know, give one hundred and sixty lunches and you get a hundred blessings, woohoo! Great day. It's good. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then once you're done giving those out at Joe's Addiction, you usually head up to the city, give yep. lunches out in the city, and then you make your rounds back to Norman. Yep. So. Uh, here lately, the last those six months or so, we get through at Joe's Addiction, and, and then we go up to Southeast 44th and I-35, 
and there's there, there's a a large population in that general area there, and then I'll go all the way down Forty Fourth to Western, and you see them, you know, there on the south side of Oklahoma City, um, just everywhere, everywhere, yeah, everywhere, and uh, and you know, just go until they're all gone, one hundred percent, and and then you know, wish we had another hundred. 100%. So that's that, That's where we're, um, I hope we're going in the future. Um, you know, my, the goal in my mind is is to buy us a, a van that we can have wrapped with, with doing what I can. And, and a, What kind of van are we talking about? Because guys, if you can picture this, Steve has his wife's minivan. Is it a Toyota Sequoia? Yeah. Toyota Sequoia. And when I went and rode with him, I'm telling you what, it was a great time. We were off-road, and we were driving up the sides of, like, what do you call that, the overpass, the grass, straight down it, straight around. He drives this thing hard. So what type of van do you what type of van do you envision for doing what I can? Well, um, you know, we, we've had several discussions, and, you know, first we were talking about, like, a Sprinter-type van, uh, Ford. Okay, you know, those big with the big, yeah, I yeah, know what you're talking about, yep. Yeah, but, but then, you know, as I've thought more, um, Ford has that smaller transit van, like a lot of the service people are driving now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, where I think if we had initially one of those and put shelving in it, I think easily we could fit 200 lunches in there if it's organized with shelves on the side and, and across the back. And would you be able to put a passenger to help hand out those lunches too? Yeah. Okay, so two yeah. people go in a van, yeah, two and that people. way you can have a driver and then have someone hand out the lunches? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's also safety, you know, with two people. Um, I mean, I try to be really aware of my surroundings and, and who I'm dealing with. But I also realize that, if you're in the driver's seat and you have the window down over here and you're handing a lunch out, you see the people come up to the window and they're scanning anything that's in that van that they might be able to reach in and steal. And I don't hold that against them because I realize that they're hungry, they don't have anything, and they're just looking to make their life a little better. And yeah. if they have to steal something, they're going to steal it. And, and I don't hold that against them. I'm just not leaving anything there that they can grab. So I'm, I'm very aware of that. So what I would like to see is, is say we got one of those vans and we can get 200 lunches in it. So off we go. What I would like to see is us progress to buy two vans. So then we meet, say, start meeting at 10 o'clock. We have a crew meet at 10 o'clock at the storage building. We'll put 200 lunches together. As soon as we've got those packed up in the first van, we've got another crew showing up, say, at 1130. They're going to do another 200 lunches with a another crew, load another van, and they're going to go to another part of town. So then we'll be doing 400 lunches every Sunday. I love that vision. You got... Norman van, maybe Oklahoma City van, more van, where, wherever yeah. it may be in the metro. That's that's really cool. Yeah. So, and, and I know that, you know, we run out of lunches every week, and there's still people that that we leave out, and it's just heartbreaking. I've I've been at at places where you'll you know in a camp, and and there'll be 
20 or 30 people in line to get a lunch, I'm out. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I, I don't have any more. I've got some water. I'll give you that. But it's heartbreaking when you know these people are hungry and, and you're out of lunches. Absolutely. Well, Steve, you just painted the vision of impacting, you know, the Norman, Oklahoma City metro area of giving out lunches. What, what per se is like the mission and anything else to the vision that you would like our audience to hear? Yeah, I, I think the, you know, the, the vision that I have is, is build our community um, here that the, of the people that are putting things together and donating. You know, I want to build our community and build bridges between businesses and churches and families and you know, solid rock and, and, and everybody to build our community better. But then I also want to touch that community out there. Yeah. You know, the, the one that there's so many people that, that, that are our friends that don't have a clue what's going on in, in the homeless community. Um, kind of know, bridge that gap and educate and let edu- people get out in there and see yeah. it. Yeah. And, and you know, what, what I would like to see eventually is, is we're going out with maybe a, a van with two people in the van and maybe another car or, or something following us and we could get to these spots and set up a table and and have more time to interact with people because when i'm at joe's addiction and, and bill and pat are giving out lunches i'm going through the line talking to people i'm going inside the building and talking to people and just visiting and and you know just being that face the i'll listen if, you know, and they all have a story and they all want to tell their story. So if, if, if someone, you know, I know they look at me as I'm, you know, an affluent, you know, member of society. Yeah. You know, but I don't see myself that way. I'm, you know, no better than any of these people. God loves them just like he loves me. We're all in this together. But if I can sit there and listen to them and you know, drink a bottle of water with them while they're out there busy giving out lunches. But but I'm sitting there at the table with someone, and they're you know telling me about their story or their troubles or whatever. Then we built a relationship, it, it, even if it's only five minutes. But I guarantee, you, if we've done that, that the next week or the next week they see me, and they know I'm a friendly face. I mean, just this past week, there's a guy up there at Joe's Addiction, Jimmy that uh, Jimmy's got the oldest Harley Davidson that I have seen in a long time. <laughs> and it is not in uh, perfect repair. But I see him there at Joe's Addiction, and then I see him probably an hour later, down on 44th, he's going in a convenience store. He sees me over there giving a couple of homeless guys lunches. And he hollers at me and speaks to me. You know, he knows my name. He knows I'm a friendly face. And I think by Jimmy reaching out to me, it made these other guys feel comfortable that, well, somebody else knows this guy. So, you know, so, you know it, it's that little bit, you know, if, if you can just, you know, incrementally, you know, build these bridges, just, you know, might just be a footpath right now, but eventually we're going to have a wide bridge where lots of people are going back and forth interacting with each other you know just make our community better 
Yeah, absolutely impact our community. Well, Steve, thank you so much for your time today. Tell us a little bit about your story. Uh, before we hop off, is there any way for our listeners that they can help out the organization of doing what I can, how they can help serve, contribute? If you could just fill us in on that, that'd be awesome. If, if they go to our website, uh, which is doingwhaticanok.org, um, they, can, they can sign up to volunteer there. They can make donations there. Um, we're really looking for recurring donations monthly. You know, that's what we really need so that we can set up, you know, our long-term goals instead of just every week hoping that we get the money. Um, I wake up every Monday morning. I, I, right now we're spending about $500 every week. I wake up every Monday morning thinking, I have got to raise $500 this week so that we can pay for next Sunday. You know, that's, that's my goal every week. I've got to find $500. So about $2,000 a month? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Well, that's fantastic, Steve. I really appreciate your time today. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you liked, shared, and rated our content so we can help more people look good, move well, and feel great.